0: people! Welcome to Talk Silky to Me. I'm your host, Natty G. Along for the ride, fun and mixed up is my co-host, Brother Silky.
1: Yeah, people, what's going on? It's Brother Silky. We got you on the topics that you want to hear, you want to call or write us about. Ranging from singlehood to motherhood, dating and marriage. we also going to cover music, sports, and all things related to my melanated warriors and my Caribbean people.
0: This show will have women talk the things and men talk the truth.
1: So, join us every Wednesday where it's not just smooth top, but silk. So, hey, info.
0: So, we'll see y'all on Wednesday, everybody.
1: Yes, people. Be good. Be good.
0: What's up, peeps? It's Nat G. Welcome back to Talk Silky to Me. Today, I'm with my co host, Brother Silky.
1: What's happening, people? What's happening, people? It's your boy, Brother Silk, hey, okay, in the building. Triple A, why? Because I'm extra like that. That extra gravy is so sweet. Uh, I just want to announce again this week that I am an oxtail farian for those who don't know. That's somebody who loves oxtail. My new say- saying right now, oh, my new saying is hail to the tail. All right, people. What we <laughs> What we got going on this week, man? What we got going on this week?
0: last week they wanted to ask more questions they brought it in but i felt we needed some extra guesses on this show and i figured
1: hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on it it sounds like this is gonna be a little setup let me make a phone call because it sounds like a little setup but before you do that though Nat, i'm curious and everybody else is curious after that first week that you went on that date you got any other stories
0: there? I got way too much stories.
1: What, what happened this week? What what happened this week? Anything good? <laughs> yeah. 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 Juicy like a big piece of ox still. See that? <laughs> All right. Yeah.
0: No. You know what? We ain't about to do this today on this episode. What we gonna do though is get into these questions. Because uh, I brought backup. Do you have backup?
1: Uh, hold on. Toot, 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 toot yes i did
0: <laughs> so this is gonna be it sounds like it's gonna be a me versus you type of thing
1: i like that i like that i like that men versus women all right i'm down for that
0: yeah yeah all right so ladies and gentlemen i brought my special friend official join me girl where you at hey
2: hey, hey
1: okay okay miss official oh okay oh so this is really gonna be official here okay miss official nice to meet you nice to meet you i'm gonna bring in i'm gonna bring in since it seems like we're doing a two out two here i'm gonna bring in my blood brother brother jay where you at brother jay hey what's going on everybody uh the man is holy like that the man is holy like that
0: like go to church holy hey
1: hey 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 it's not just church that makes a man holy
0: oh Really, huh? we don't have to talk about that one.
1: Okay, I'm gonna I'm need you. I'm, yeah, yeah, not not not, brother J schooler, please school her.
0: What are you gonna school me on?
1: Okay, all right, what we got going on this week now? What kind of questions we got going on?
0: So, we have a few um relationship questions, it's very interesting actually.
1: That sounds good to me. All right, give me question number one. What's it sound like?
0: All right, so question number one. Have you ever had a side chick or a side partner?
1: Uh, this is gonna be good. Yes, yes, please, yes.
0: Should we do the honors of having our guest go first?
1: Uh, Mr. Mr. Fisher, Mr. Mr. Fisher, be official. Uh, give us an official answer.
2: <laughs> no, it's too much work. No, what I got, I'm cool with it. I don't. I don't, I don't add the extras. If I have my combo, I'm good at my combo. I'm not greedy, you know? When you're greedy, that adds to, you know, extra weight and extra problems. And we don't have time for that.
3: You know what? Not going to lie. Yeah, I had one uh, back in the day. It was a lot of work not worth going through the hassle again. <laughs> you're not, are not helping your relationship that you're currently in. So, nah, I didn't not do that again. Not recommend
1: Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Miss Uh Nat G. Natty Buddy on uh IG. How many side pieces
0: do you ever have? Chow, we ain't got no time for no side pieces over here. Like I'm thinking, I'm gonna have to remember his name. I'm gonna have to hide and text. I'm gonna have to hide and call. That just sounds like a lot of work. Think about it. And who really wants to be somebody's dirty little secret? Not I, Papa. Not me, nope. Mm -mm. Let me ask y'all a question. You gotta buy, do you have to buy your side piece things?
3: Uh, I didn't have to buy anything. We exchanged whatever which we exchanged. But no, I didn't have to buy it or anything. No.
0: Do you share feelings with your side piece?
3: Uh sharing feelings, no. Everything was cool. We were cool. Um but sharing feelings, no. No, we uh we kept it on a level. And that was that. Um and that's partially the reason why there was a little bit of issues. So
0: Oh, so it's like a friends with benefit.
3: Yeah, it was a friends with benefit. It was. Um, but there another feature was I, I had, a, I, had a, I had a girlfriend at the time. So,
0: Child. Okay. So you had a friends with benefits while had a partner. Hmm. Silk. Uh,
1: first of all, uh, back in the day, uh, I did, uh, that, that was simply because, um, uh, no clue, cause I was stupid. That's it. That's all. That's the only answer I had. I, I was stupid. I I really was. People, I was just stupid. Um, I used to do things just to find out if I could do it. Um, yeah, it it didn't turn out too well. I I just put that out there. Um, I'm I'm extremely sorry for doing it. Um, so if you're out there, listening, um, and you were the side chick, um, uh, I'm sorry that you was there.
0: But how the hell would they know, anyways?
1: Cause his brother silky and they know who I am, so um, oh,
0: shit.
1: so I'm just gonna put that apology out there. Uh, Sometimes
0: ta- about to cry, bro. Hey, hey,
1: so this is what happened, okay. <laughs> I ordered, I ordered the meal. Okay. And they said, do you want extra gravy with that? And the extra part, it got me. So I was like, yeah, give me the extra gravy. And it came with exercise and breasts. Who says no to exercise and breasts? Nobody. This is when I was young and dumb, young and dumb. I wouldn't do that now. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a vegan.
0: What a stress the people people you hear that he's a vegan
1: on uh, weekends. Weekends, <laughs> 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 <You're
0: so angry. laughs> okay. There, I'm,
1: I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a vegan tarian meter,
0: okay. Yeah, um, we're gonna have to explain that in the next show later, deep down. We gotta, you know, dissect it all.
1: All right, we got that. Was it? What's the next okay. question? That one was easy.
0: Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a... I got to hear the secrets, the juicy secrets. No, that was okay. that was
1: a straight yes or no answer. Give me something juicy that we could get, brother Jay and Miss Official in. Miss Official sound All like right. she got some good answers too. So let me hear this. I sure do. See, depends on the question.
0: Told you. Would you classify recently? Black love is toxic. That's
2: a... Can, 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 can I be very, very, very blunt? Yeah. That's some dumbass shit. Excuse right. my French. Right. That, how... Listen, I'm a black woman, okay? And you can never ask a black woman that looks like... Looks at a black man like he's a king and ask her if black love is toxic. Never that. There's certain... I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say black love is toxic. That's, that's such a silly question. You know what I mean? You being in a relationship, it could be two Asians, a black and an Asians, whatever the demographic is. If the situation is toxic, it's just toxic. I don't like the black love is toxic. No way. No, I don't agree with that. All right.
3: Um, no, I don't think it's, it's toxic at all. It's, um, it's the opposite. Um, I think social media has a big part of it being toxic. Um, in real life, what I see, what I see out in the open, it's, it's quite the opposite. I,
1: I think uh, I think love itself is intoxicating. I don't think black love itself is toxic. I can see, just like Brother Jay said, that on social media, people can say or see that it is toxic because of the bad behavior. Um, but what happens is the true representation of black love is not necessarily seen. Uh, but felt, especially if you're in your own relationship. I love black love. I love the empowerment of having two black figures come together and showing people what unconditional love is all about, you know? And and I always look at, you know, my grandparents. My grandparents are like the epitome of black love. The way that they took care of each other, the way that they took care of, you know, my mom and and, and uh, her siblings, and and the way that my grandparents on my father's side took care of my dad and his siblings, and then us, the next generation, when we went there, the unconditional love that they showed us, the love that I seen that they had is what I wanted growing up. I grew up wanting to be married because of that Black love that I seen. And it got transferred through to my aunts and my uncles because they all got married. The next generation, they all got married. And that Black love is a very, very powerful tool uh, with within ourselves and to be seen from others.
2: I agree 110%. It has a lot to do with positive representation. And if you have, you know, like he said, he grew up seeing his grandparents and his parents and his uncles and his aunts, you know, being in love because he has that positive representation for him to emulate. Um, you m- I mean. There's people who grew up that. Didn't see that. And they want it. And so because they want it. And they yearn for it. They just. They go out there and they find it. Or they acquire it some way somehow. You know what I mean?
0: With that black love that you've seen. Do you still have hope or faith. In order to get married now? Is it something that you feel like. Um would do good for your
2: families. Oh, for sure. Like I'm not going to use toxicity, you know, with black love as a representation for me to try to find love or find love or wanting to be married or wanting to have a family at the end of the day it's what I want. You know what I mean? Not because I grew up seeing men beaten women doesn't necessarily mean that I don't trust men. You know what I'm saying? Like You can grow up seeing certain things or not experiencing certain things and you decide to break the cycle. That's my favorite, breaking cycles. You know what I mean? You can see the crap, live in the crap, and not want the crap for yourself and decide that, look, I'm not going to continue this crap. I'm going to flip a page, turn the cycle, turn the wheel into what I want. So, I mean, I'm just going to omit this toxicity with black love, like period, period, point blank. Of course, everybody wants love. Everybody wants a family. Everybody wants to be married. I
1: hear you. That's okay. All right, that's cool. You know, it's funny. um, As much as I've seen beautiful black love and beautiful black relationships and marriages, uh, the scary part about it is I've seen 10 times the amount of divorces, 10 times the amount of cheating, 10 times the amount of lying, the deceiving. Um, I went through a time when originally I wanted to get married. And then I was like, yeah, listen, this, this is not going to work out for me. Because every wedding that I've ever attended, they ain't married no more. I think I think maybe like five of the people I've ever attended, I've attended a lot, I've emceed a lot of weddings, they just, they're not there. It's, it's scary to me. I think I'm more so of the mindset that I want to find a true partner. Like, I mean, a legitimate ride or die. If I can find that and I'm comfortable with that, then marriage probably wouldn't be an issue. But that's what I actually need. I need the key to the lock that I have on my life. I need that missing puzzle piece to fit in to that puzzle of my life. When I find that, then I can decide whether or not I really want to be married or not
0: interesting answers um marriage for me i mean it's it's always been a thing as um some women i can't speak for all but for some women it's always been a thing where you want to live that fairy tale life you want to grow up you want to have x amount of children and you want to get married because i feel like we've been we've all been taught at a young age that this is how it's supposed to be and so for me, I do see in the future when the time is right, when it's granted, I definitely would like to get married. Um, I want to get married for the simple reason, because to me, family means everything. I know you I know a lot of people are going to say, well, you can have family without being married. For me, I feel like making it official, making it known that I'm a wife, my daughter to be raised in you know a two-parent home i want that to happen so yes it's important to me yes black love shows me that marriage is definitely possible it's not toxic it's not um bad i think like you guys all said the media does depict black relationships as toxic as ever and it's not right because you know kids are growing up thinking that it's, it's only mom, or it's only dad, and that's it. So yeah, I want to get married. That's
1: just I hear me. you, that's okay, all right, that's cool. You know, it's funny, Um, as much as I've seen beautiful black love and beautiful black relationships and marriages, uh, the scary part about it is I've seen 10 times the amount of divorces, 10 times the amount of cheating. Ten times the amount of lying, the deceiving. Um, I went through a time when originally I wanted to get married, and then I was like, "Yeah, listen, this this is not gonna work out for me," because every wedding that I've ever attended, they ain't married no more. I think, I think maybe like five of the people I've ever attended. I've attended a lot. I've emceed a lot of weddings. They just they're not there. It's it's it scared of me. I think I'm more so of the mindset that I want to find a true partner. Like, I mean, a legitimate ride or die. If I can find that and I'm comfortable with that, then marriage probably wouldn't be an issue. But that's what I actually need. I need the key to the lock that I have on my life. I need that missing puzzle piece to fit in to that puzzle of my life. When I find that then I could decide whether or not I really want to be married or not
3: um to piggyback again off kings uh, my my parents have been married for forty seven years, so I know the importance of of marriage and and being with a significant other um being that said i'm in the the stance where if you know there's no pressure for me to get married it's 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 not um if when I find the right person, when I'm with the right person, you know and and we have that discussion, we have that that deep connection, then it'll happen. but there's no there's no rush. I never been I've never had to go through that in my mindset to go through that rush because they've been through it or my my, my family's been through. It. I have a huge family um, has uncles that that's been married for 40 50 years. Um, but for myself there's no pressure to do it. It's always finding to find the right person and and share together. So I'm on the older side. So if it happens, if it happens, if it doesn't, you know, it's not going to be the end all, the be all. No, it's not the end of the world. Yeah.
1: When you say, Mr. Fisher, yeah, Mr. Fisher, you, you find there are a lot of gentlemen out there that are suitors that really want to be married. Do you find men out there who want to get married?
2: You know what? You know what? I'll tell you this. I'm I'm not in the dating pool because ain't nothing out there. I find these men like if if they're bluntly and brutally honest, they're disrespectful because they're telling you you know what they want. Like it's all good to to tell me what you want and and everything like that, but you don't have to be disrespectful if you're not ready to date or to have something serious. Listen, I could appreciate that, but you don't have to be a douche and be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what I mean when I say ain't nothing out here. There, there, there isn't. There isn't. What do you mean, What do you mean by douche? What are What are douche qualities? Just untrue. Like you're just like a jack in the box. You're a joker. You don't know what you want out of life. You want to play games and you want to be a an f boy. And nobody has time for that. We're grown people here. You know what I mean? If you already have a child and you don't have a ring on your finger, you're looking to have someone you know, serious. And you're looking to settle down. Like I'm 38 years old, looking like I'm 25. Okay. But that's besides the point. Like that's besides the point. Like I don't look my age, but regardless, like I'll have people say, Hey, how are you doing? But for me, like I'm big on respect. If you're going to come talk about the I'm not going to respond to you. Like they're just rude. You know what I mean? Like you go on the road, like whatever, you're dressed a certain way. You know, you look decent or I'm a girl. Sometimes listen, not I rode in my house, however I want to, because I'm just going to the corner store. But you have some man that will look at you and like see beyond that and approach you decent. And then you have some of them where that would just be like, oh, can I come over? You don't even know my name, bro. Preach Two or three Preach. of like what you're looking for. Half of them just want to just see you and do what they want to do with you. You know, they see you because A they have their they have their gravy on the side, right? They want you to be the gravy on the side, bro. Okay? I'm the whole meal. Well for real. Right, Mr. Fisher, I got a question for you. Do you date um for
1: a purpose? Oh, for sure. Like, is it that you for sure are a sure. one person a one person dater? No. Or do you actually date? No. Like, do no, you go I've, out I've of, done that. So it's just I've one person that, you're and dealing.
2: For me, it's it's exhausting. It's 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 exhausting. And it's like, I'd much rather, if I like you, I'd much rather, you know, take the time to get to know who you are. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But this whole, I'm dating Jim, Johnny, LaVar, Neil. No, I don't have time for that. It's too, it's too much.
0: Junior, what do you say? Uh,
3: for myself personally, I haven't been on a date in a while. Because you, you have to be mentally prepared um, to start getting into the dating pool. I'm not gonna waste anybody else's time, I don't want anybody else to waste my time. So it's it's been a while um, that I've been on a date, and, and and to answer the question, I've never been a serious, like I haven't done a whole bunch of dates at at one time, or date a whole bunch of people at one time. So no, it's not a no. It's not a, I I can't I can't. It's draining. I can't see myself doing that. Straining.
0: Got it. So how do you feel?
3: Yeah, no, I, I'm not dating
1: now, but I'm not a serial dater, but I, I, I date with the focus of finding an individual in my life, but that doesn't focus on one person. That That's not what dating is. Dating is getting to know individuals. That's what dating is, going out on dates. If you're talking to one specific person, that's a relationship. And if I wanted a relationship, if I wanted a relationship, I would have stuck with that individual. Of course. Dating is going out, dating is going out and enjoying and seeing what is out there. Too many times, I I hear a lot of people, they have this thing where they say, um, you have one true love. I don't believe that. I definitely don't believe there's one true love out there. There are too many people with too many, um, uh, too many things about them that would suit my life that I could say that there's one true person. What I am doing and what I what I have done is I've looked for that one individual who fits into my life the way that I need it, what the way that I need them to. So I date out there until I find that one. Then when I do find that one after I've narrowed down and, and understood that this person is the person that I really want to be with, at that point, I, I then pursue a relationship. But I would never ever, if I was dating, just date one individual. That's crazy. And I'm open with it, too. I'm, I'm completely open, letting people know that I date. I
0: like this. Very good answer. You,
1: you a serial dater?
0: Um, yes, I'm a serial dater. Okay. I'm a serial dater for the simple fact that um, me, like you said, I don't think it's a relationship, but uh, you can get to know somebody individually, and you're spending much time with them, that's you basically building something with that person, in my opinion. I don't think it's a relationship, though. I wouldn't say it's a relationship. It's just you narrowing it down to pinpoint if this is the person for you for potential long term. Um, Dating to me is obviously going out, getting to know individuals, Seeing what works for you, see what personality works for you, what you like, figuring it out to see if anything potentially has changed in your idea of what you want. That's why I serial date.
1: Yeah, no, you're right about that. I I think what happens is there's too many bad seeds that have been planted in people's minds in regards to what dating is. Dating is actually getting exposed to other people that are out there. Yeah. To see the nuances of what dating really is. The people, the places. You get to discover new things about you, like Nat says. You go through periods and changes in your life where, where what you may have once liked is something completely different um, later life, on in yeah. life. But what people need to also understand is you're not sleeping with every Tom, yeah. Dick, and Harry that you're going out with. That's not what it is. You're actually just going out on dates. But because the 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 seeds think, black, bad seeds have been yeah. planted, people have this bad idea is that you're sleeping with everybody that you're going out with. No, that's that's not what happens.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the issue. So whenever somebody sees a picture online, uh, for example, I can I'm just gonna use myself. I would post a picture of a guy. Oh, she's automatically sleeping with him. I go out with a different friend. Oh, she's she's sleeping with him, too. And then all of a sudden, it's it's kind of like a cycle of, oh, she's a hoe. Because she's with that. She's with that. She's with him, her, whatever. Um, it's It's kind of like with Lori Harvey. You know, she's apparently, she's been dating. She's been trying to, I guess, figure out what she likes as a grown woman. Now, she's actually a grown woman now. I did not know her age before actually looking her up. But it's like, you know, everybody is, oh, she's for everybody now. She's with this. She's with that. And I kind of think it's it's not fair to judge just because I feel like that's what dating should be like. Um, You're supposed to go out and get to know what you like, what you're trying to find. But I guess to each their own. Anyways, the next question that we have. Are women equally responsible for the failures of a relationship?
2: Yep. Um, maybe I jumped the gun there. I think in, in maybe, okay. In certain aspects, yes, because I hate when people say, Oh, she did this and she did that. And she did this and she did that, or he did this and he did that. Okay. But what did you do to contribute? You know what I mean? Like, are you trying to tell me that this person just sat there and did like everything that was bad in the relationship and you like a doormat just sat there and took it? What did you contribute? Like, the, like. To every story there's my side your side and, and the truth correct me if i'm wrong no absolutely right i hate i i can't stand when and i know what I, like I, like a lot of my girlfriends bash me because i'm the first one that'll tell you look when you're wrong you're wrong Holmes. i'm not the one that's gonna sit here and like pat you on the back and tell you that you're wrong and you're strong no we don't do that over here we hold people accountable for their crap right so when i tell them look you know, men are, I mean, men may be equally responsible or women are equally responsible for things that happen within the relationship. When I say it among a bunch of women, they call me a hater. They call me all sorts of names in the book because, you know, I'm a woman and I shouldn't say that about females, but the truth is a truth and the fact is a fact. In certain instances, yes, both, both part and both counterparts have, you know, they, they play a, a, a valid part as to why or how the relationship might be, you know, come to an end. But don't sit here and act like you didn't do nothing. Like, oh, she, she did it all. Or, oh, he did it all. No, 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 no. If we're grown enough, we must can sit down and identify what we did wrong. You might not, you as a woman or a man might not have done anything in the relationship to, to be pinpointed out. But guess yeah. what? You staying in the rut or staying in the lack thereof of whatever it is, that is you playing a part. Correct me if I'm wrong.
1: Man, sister, that's that, that part right
2: there. No, and I'm not trying to sound like it's, no, no, no. It, you know, I'm no, a perfect woman. No, no, but it really is that me, part. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Like, no, I it, I grew up around a lot of men. Yeah. You understand, a lot of men. And as much as I dish the the the, the advice, I myself, I'm not a hypocrite. No, I, need I mean, to take it's a, it myself.
1: official. Is officially right on this one. <laughs> the, the thing. That- <laughs>
2: I love that. Yeah,
1: the, the thing that people don't even understand, like, let's just say you go through a relationship. You've never cheated, but your your significant other is the one always cheating. And people are always like, oh, just blame him or her. They're just a dog, this and that. Let me tell you something. You have already seen the type of person that they were. It didn't just happen overnight. You didn't just happen to see something and just say, all right, you know what? It's not real. No, it was real from the very beginning. So the minute that you decided to ignore that, that is on you. That is your responsibility, and you have to be held accountable for what you did. At all times when you're in, when uh, at all times when you're in a relationship, it's a partnership. Agreed. Two people. And it will always Agreed. stay two people for accountability. What you saying, brother Jay?
3: No, I'm agreeing with both of y'all. There's there's no uh disagreement there at all. Um it takes two to tango. So, you know, if and there's always it's, whenever you hear a story from one party, you always think to yourself, okay, I'm only hearing one side. What's the other side saying? So, it does it does take two people to 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 be in it. it takes two people to leave. So, if neither you one of y'all want to fix it, if 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 it's if it's too, you know, it can it, anything can happen. That's basically what I'm saying.
1: Anything can happen with anybody. It's two parties. Yeah, because a lot of times you hear, you know, and I can say this just because I'm a man. I hear a lot of my uh, female friends or female associates always blaming men for being dogs, this and that. And I always tell them, I'm like, you know what? I could sit here and I could listen to the stories that you give me, but there would be no point in it. Because I know for a fact that the same way that you're telling me is the same way that your instinct told you that this guy or girl wasn't right for you. So it doesn't make can, any sense can, that you do I, that,
2: right? Can I add on to what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, go ahead. I I remember once I, I I was dating this guy, and before we did, like we we're friends, you know. And I think for me, because we were friends, like I held on to the friendship. So no matter the crap that was going on, I held on to the fact that we were friends before. He said something to me one time that made me want to choke him into six weeks from tomorrow. And it was this two words, no, three words. You allowed it. And I looked at him and I said, how dare you say that wow. to me? Cause I write some strong words. Cause I looked at him and I said, you did this and you did that. And you did my job was younger, right? Not the woman I am today. I was like, you did this and you did that. And he looked at me and he goes, okay, absolutely. But you allowed it. And I looked in his face and I said, how dare this man say that to me? And I was talking to one of my girlfriends at the time. And I said, look, can you believe this man looked at me and told me this, that, and the third? And she goes, think about it though. He's not lying. In that moment, being the woman that I was then and being in the mind frame I was in then, I looked at my friend like, shh, shh, girl, you're my friend. Cause you didn't have my back. You a hater. Years later, I sat back. Cause you know, you always reflect, right? Well, that's what you're supposed to do when you get a little older. So sitting down maybe a few years later and I was like reflecting and I was like, you know what? You were a real fool because at the end of the day, the man was right because you allowed it. Some people will take advantage if you allow them to take advantage in whatever way, whichever, however, they'll do it. You have some people that's just like that. You ever see, you ever hear people say, oh, all I do is give, give, give and you take, take, take. Okay. Yeah, but you're giving it to me. You don't have to, you can stop. You have free will to stop. Correct me if I'm wrong. You have free will to stop. So when he said that to me, like I was deeply embarrassed. I was hurt. It caught like a knife, but it opened up my eyes. I realized that, you know what? Absolutely. I did allow it. Absolutely. I do have a choice regardless of whatever feelings is bubbling inside my belly. I have a choice. I could say yes, or I could say no, but I chose to continue with the crap. So then who's left at the end of the day, With the caca stick. Me. Nobody else.
1: But again, that goes back to my point in regards to dating. I feel what happens is a lot of people, they put so much Mm -hmm. effort and so much energy into that one person that they actually miss a lot of things in regards to that person of telltale signs. Because they want it to work so badly that they're excusing a lot of that behavior. But... If you were dating and you had your mind on other people as well, you'd be able to see the faults a lot easier because you could say to yourself, you know what? I really didn't like that. Or, oh, I see how you are now because another individual will be treating you a different way. So you could see that. And and that's why I tell people, and it goes back to, to the other question in regards to why you should date. Like you should always date uh, to understand who you are, what you can take and what you can spot in a relationship and that's what a lot of people will not do nowadays and they end up in these relationships that last a year or two get out of it and say why did i waste my time well uh sir ma'am that's because you really didn't date you got into a relationship that you shouldn't have that's because you excused it and the only person you can blame for that is you
0: well i think i think what a lot of people refuse to accept is again accountability it's also a pride thing it's a pride thing because you don't want to feel like you're wrong in any situation it's almost like i'm right i'm always going to be right i don't have to listen to you because this is your fault and that's it and i i think you know with with how relationships are I'm not going to say all, some of them, actually. I think that there's a lot of growth that needs to be done when in a relationship as well, or even before. And why I say in a relationship is because every day you both are changing. You're both, you know, growing and you're growing with each other. So in order to take accountability with each other, you also have to learn to communicate with each other and a lot of the time it's it's not that so it's always a deflect and it's always until after the ass done gone through the gate that's when everybody's like right. oh shoot this was my fault oh crap you know i allowed it i did this and i should have never done this and never it's it's never in the moment accountability is is taken it's always after
2: can i add on to that I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback on that and piggyback on what Silky said earlier. Um, Okay. So the thing is, okay. So what we had prior, our grandparents and, 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 and whatever, right. We had that positive representation. Like, I feel like because of, like, you know, with, with generations and year past, it's, it's just, and, and, and with, with what's happening in society, people don't want love anymore or the majority don't want it anymore because men make it so easy and women make it so easy. So when you find an actual, how does it go? Um, strong fish, hard catch or big fish, hard catch. When you find a good one in Steve Harvey's book, he says, you know, you find a little fish, you bring, you send it back. Cause it's not the one you want. You're looking for the big fish, but the big fish is hard to catch. A lot of these men and women don't want to spend the time to catch the fish. Right, because all the fishes they are getting—they're—they're they're glittery, they're goldy, and then you catch it, you're like, "Oh, they're so pretty!" And tutus—they—they they die. Right? They're not what you expected. People don't want to put the work in anymore. I think that's the big issue with dating nowadays. Nobody want to put the work in no more, because everybody makes it so easy for the other person.
1: Yeah, but it again, it all starts with the whole dating premise. That's right? true too. Uh, I, Like, see, this is this is what people really need to understand. That work that you're putting into that one relationship should have already started when you started dating, right? Because the work that you need needs to happen within yourself. Agreed. And that's what a lot of people don't seem to get. That's true. For relationships to work, it has to work within you first, and you have to be okay with it, and then you can provide additional support to the other person. Mm
2: I've learned that. And that's
1: really, really, really hard. I've learned that over the years. Yeah, people don't seem to get that. I said that probably on the first or second show. I said, if if you get into a relationship with somebody, the amount of years that you are that age and the amount of years that that other person is, you combine that, and that's the amount of experiences that you guys have had and that you guys have to overcome, that you guys have to Mm -hmm. talk through and understand. You know what I mean? So it's not just something that's overnight and people feel just because our grandparents had... This this relationship where they talked and worked things through, no matter what. That we have to do the same thing. What we got to understand also is the the day and times that we're in, everything changes. Financial aspects have changed. The gender roles look like they're changing. You know, the the environment that we're in changes. So we have to look within ourselves and school ourselves. You know, like we ourselves. I I I tell uh, my people this all the time. I said, if you look at yourself like you're a business, then your relationship will be so much better. Get an agenda, write down who you are, schedule time for yourself, and be better with that. A lot of people don't do that, and that's what we need to do.
0: But I, I also think too, I'm not even, I'm not excusing you, what you're saying, um, because I used to be that person where, you know, it's it's not, I won't say I'm desperate. Not about that. But yeah. you always, it's that idea of wanting the perfect relationship and not understanding that there's nothing perfect about relationships. It's always, it's a job. It's honestly hard work and it's a job. You go in and you put in whatever and, you know, you whatever you put in is what you will get out. So for me, I was always that, yeah, like I was always that person that, I want a relationship so bad if he does me wrong I'll just forgive it but talk my mind and see where it goes after that
2: there's a lot of broken people out here trying to get into relationships and not doing the work on themselves you're right you know there's broken people getting together and you're like you're shattered and I'm shattered like how like you can't put a broken glass back together
0: absolutely you know you just
2: gotta work on yourself everyone wants a relationship And want this and want that, but at the same time they're not willing to do the work. Like I've learned that, and it's such an important lesson. You have to work on yourself. But I honestly feel like that, like all of that, comes with maturity and growth. Like if you're a younger person and you understand that, kudos to you. God bless you. But I think that that is a skill that comes with a dating and being around different people and just learning about yourself. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, just just have that mindset though. You know what you're getting yourself into. Like, if you, if you go into it just willy-nilly, like, oh, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to try it. It's, gonna, it's just, again, we're as she was saying before, we're grown people. So don't waste each other's time. Time is important to everybody. So don't waste my time. Don't waste your time. It's more important than money, more important than anything else. Time is very, very important. So you have to have the, the, the right mindset to get into something, you know, to get into just to, to, to go on a date. Just go on a simple date. Don't waste anybody's mm-hmm. time. Can't get that back. You know, don't, don't, don't. It's just, again, time is is. is I
0: agree. Important. I agree. All right. Is there a time frame in a relationship? I mean, just for a relationship, is there a relationship time frame? Now, when I got this question, honestly, I looked at it, and I'm trying to figure out, are people supposed to be going into relationships with, an idea of what needs to happen so this month we date next month uh we go on our first date the third month we have sex the fourth month like what is what is a time frame for a relationship
2: i feel like expectations leads to disappointment and i feel like whatever works between two individuals works between two individuals i don't think anyone should mimic their relationship or anything off of a timeline or anybody else's experience, you know? There's people who meet on the first date, have sex, and they're married and they're happy. There's people who meet on the first date, they have sex, and you never hear from them again ever in your life. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't know.
1: Yeah, we're we're, we're living in a, a social media world where, where people see uh, things unfold on social media and they use that as an expectation of time. Um, Yeah, definitely. I I think um, I I would never, ever tell somebody to not put a expectation or a time on something that they feel uh, is right or wrong. I realize that we all have to deal with things in our own way. When I was younger, I used to put expectations on things. I put expectations on when I'm going to get married, what type of job I'm going to do. Uh, where I'd be in life. And I realized when I turned 30, a lot of that BS was right out the door. And I honestly thought I just wasted my life. You know what I mean? So that expectation on things um, was, to me, didn't need to happen. But when I was in my 20s and an adult told me, oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. I would just cuss them out. Be like, yo, who are you to tell me anything? You know what I mean? So If there's any listeners out there and you're hearing the wise words of Miss Official or Brother Jay or Nat or myself, this is the one thing that I would advise y'all to do is to live your life the best way that you know how and be accountable to you and only you. Just recognize that there's consequences for everything and every thought that you may have. Yeah. There's,
3: There's no real, again, there's no... The the whole timeline thing is is it's all individual. There's no rush, no fuss. It's, it's up to you and, when you or your and your partner how you want things to go. Is that how it should be? Um there should be no pressure from any from any outside source at all. It's just it between the two of you and that's it.
0: But for for the men, I would I'm very curious about this. And the reason why I'm curious actually, now that we're talking about it. It's simply because of the fact that, you know, with women, we have maternal time clock ticking moment, whatever, however you want to classify it. Some of us, with men, the situation's different, but is there a time frame in your life for relationships? Is there relationship time frames? Like, is that even a thing? I've never really actually heard of this.
1: Did you ever... Um... Brother Jay, you ever feel pressure from your parents in regards to dating? Like, did they provide pressure for you or on you? Uh,
3: when I was when I was younger, um, they would question me and and, you know (laughs) give small advice here and there. Um, but again, the generation their generation is different, right? So, uh, yeah, it didn't. uh, Yeah.
1: No, I. I I, I asked that because, you know, you, you grew up having both parents married and stuff like that. So it, it's kind of, you know, I got to ask that. Like, um, I grew up having both my parents in my life, but both my parents weren't together. Um, You know, they, they were married when I was young and, you know, things happened. I, I did grow up with a, an amazing stepmother and, you know, so I had a lot of mother figures around and stuff like that. Yeah, I had pressure and sometimes when I was younger, um, from my, my father and his wife, but from my mom, never. So it's kind of funny how, you know, you see single parents as opposed to married parents and what kind of pressures that they give you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I I take, I take, you know, I take whatever, whatever advice I could from them. Um, but I wouldn't take everything, you know, just bits and pieces.
1: Right, right. What, what about you, Mister Fisher? You, you, did uh, your parents or or uh, elders ever rush you, or did you feel rushed because of something that they said?
2: Mm, actually, for for me, like from my family, it was more like it wasn't about the kids. It was like you know, what are you going to do with yourself? Like education wise, it was never like, okay, like for me personally, no one can rush me because I'm just that person. Like I have an answer. Like, don't tell me what to do with my life. Like you don't govern me. And you know what I mean? I've always had that mindset. Like when it's the right time, it's the right time. Like I've tried plenty of things in life and I failed, but I didn't give up. I kept trying until I achieved whatever it is that I wanted to achieve. And I didn't let anyone rush me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm always, I've am I always been the person, I basically march to the beat of my own drums. I mean, I respect your opinion, but at the same time, like, I'm not going to let you rush me and put a timeline on when I should achieve whatever it is that I myself set, my, set out to achieve. But that's just me.
1: Well, what about you, Nat? Um, I can ask this just because, you know, Nat is probably the younger one out of us. Do you feel any pressure at the age that you're at? Uh, has any expectations been put on you?
0: Hell nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, I mean, you know, I think it all depends. Like, <laughs> my my mother is very supportive um, within reasons. Uh, she pushes depending on the situation, the topic of interest, or whatever the case may be. Um, but at the end of the day, very passive with it. It's not a force to do anything. It's always, I think you should, and it's up to me to make that decision. My father, on the other hand, is a very uh, well-rounded man that expects and sees things a particular way, and because he's lived and experienced things, he strongly encourages us you know, make sure that we're on the right path. So, for example, schooling, uh, work-wise, his worth ethics are ridiculously crazy. And he makes sure not only myself, but all my siblings, we're on that path that he expects us to be on. Right. Again, he doesn't force us. He doesn't, you know, make it known that if we don't do what he says, we're a big disappointment. Um, he just wants us to be on a right path so that we don't struggle or we don't put ourselves in you know, situations that he's been through. And I think it's, it's honestly, you know, majority of the Caribbean parents. <laughs> I think all Caribbean parents are like that they're very strict when it comes to education. They're very strict when, you know, when it comes to worth ethics, they want you to have this particular lifestyle because they don't want you to struggle the way they did, uh, back then. It's always this story, you know, back in the day, I used to walk 15 miles and blah, blah, blah. It's always that thing because they don't want you to live the same life that they had. Um, so I, I think it's, it's more in that, aspects of expectations but when it comes to relationships and actual personal life my parents are very supportive again there's always you know that advice of i think you should but it's never you have uh, to Alright,
1: uh, yeah this, that, that that question was kind of weird but it ended off being something it is cool. weird
0: i didn't know you that know? was the thing That's do you okay. got any questions um, mate
1: do i got any questions yeah you know what uh, for all of you guys um is there a expectation that you have for your children to do better than you
2: i think as as parents um regardless of what your parents said to you or how they wanted you to live or you know what whatever they wanted you to achieve like i i know some people be like oh i've never put that expectation on my kids but Low key, we all have expect- uh expectation for our children. Like for me, like I have a son, and so I just want my son to be happy. And I'm not saying that like, oh, whatever you do makes me happy. No, like you still have to do the 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 simple things, like you know, go to school, get good grades, things like that. But like, I think because for me, I was forced to do certain things or live my life a certain way when I was like his age. I don't want to impose that same thing on him. Like I will be his, his mother. Of course, I will always guide him in the right path, of course, but I won't force him per se. I will allow him to. And I know some parents would be like, Oh hell no, no, no. He's only this, No, no, no. At the end of the day, he's a young man and he's growing up and he's coming into his own and he has to make certain decisions, whether it be the right ones or the wrong ones. I'm there to make sure that he doesn't make the ones that's going to, you know, make him end up six feet under or in jail or in some sort of, you know, trouble that's just unheard of. But apart from that, I will allow him to make certain decisions. I mean, like I said, some parents can look at me and say, that's wrong thing to do, but whatever to each his own, like, I'm not going to make him go down a rabbit hole, but yeah, I do have certain expectations for him and from him for sure.
3: As long as my, my kids are going down the right path, um, which they are, um, I'm all for it um just just as a parent be there to guide them as much as you can and be there for them as much as you can um to show them the right way and you know make sure they have the have a mindset of their own of mm-hmm. uh, where they want to go where they want to be you know you can, I, I don't want to. when you start pushing you, you you kind of push them away you start pushing them you start pushing them away especially nowadays it's it's tune you out and say okay you know what forget this so, you know, you know, you can just know how to, how to guide them um, along the right path. Um, you're the parent, so just stay with them.
0: For me, it's a little bit hard to use the word expect. Um, I simply would like for my daughter to have uh, characteristics of love, uh, happiness, and also respect i would love for her to grow up you know not being shy of who she is i want her to always stand her ground stand in what she believes in because that's who i am as a person you know not be scared to speak up when it comes to certain things i want her to be you know tough have a backbone because lord knows i don't sometimes but that's what I want for my child. And as a parent, as her mother, it's, it's up to me to make sure that that is fulfilled. But when I use the word expect, it makes it seem like I'm pressuring my child to be this particular way. And at the end of the day, she is her own person. There's only so much that parents can do for their children as far as teaching them things. Now, it's up to them when they get older and in their you know lifestyle to take what we teach and adapt, you know, furthering to their growth. So the word expect is, is, it's very pressuring and it's so hard for me to picture, you know, my little girl, uh, and, and use that word for her. What about you, Silk? What, what is your take for your children?
1: Yeah, um, the only, I'm a girl dad, so the only expectation um, and pressure I put on my kids is to know themselves and to know their roots. I, I think the most important thing is for them to discover who they are, how they came about, and where they came from. Um, when they discover that and when they understand it, then I know I've done my job as a father. Because at that point, I would... Know that they're intelligent enough to know what is happening, so that nobody can come at them, and smart enough that if anything should happen where I'm not around, they'll they'll be able to take care of themselves. In terms of uh, like anything else, I, I'm I'm free spirited with what they want to do. You know what I mean? But um, I, I'm strong on that empowerment phase, Definitely. of who they are as women and who they are as black women. Like, I I strongly push that on them so that they know what is happening. I give them the realities of life, you know, about what is happening out here. I, I, I allow them to see what the totem pole really looks like. And I acknowledge where I am on the totem pole and where they are currently. Not to say that's where they'll end up or stay, but currently, right now, where it is, You know, I I let them see the truth of what's happening. I don't sugarcoat anything with them because that's not gonna help them in the end. I got um I got something. Um so um do you believe that and this is gonna be powerful, monogamy is natural? <laughs> Woo. I had this deep discussion with be. a couple of my uh fellow people and and it never got heated and it was enlightening. But do do you believe, um, brother J Miss official uh Nat G that monogamy is natural?
2: I I think it should be. I mean it's such a it's such a vague question, no disrespect, but it's such a vague question and it and, and it shouldn't be I mean at the end of the day, there is a lot of factors that contribute to someone being monogamous, you know what I mean just like this is my man, this is my woman, I don't want nobody else, but at the same time, like in order for you to be monogamous you know the 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 man or the woman whom what, whomever, they have to kind of make you want to be monogamous. I, I mean, I, I, I may be butchering this answer as a female, but it is what it is. And it it's the best one I can come up with right now. I just, I feel like, yeah, it should be a natural thing, but I'm going to go back to what I said prior. Society has made it a thing where it's not. And I mean, we can go deep into this and go back to you know, slavery and when the man was taken from the home and this, you know, like, we can get into all of that, but it's such a vague topic and also a very deep topic and, and question in its own right. I mean, I think I butchered it, but that's the best I can do right now. But I really think it should be, I think it's something that should be, yeah, like, it should be black and white. It, it shouldn't be a hell no. It should be a yes. Like, if you say you love someone and you're with someone, then why would you want to let it, me it, let me let me let me so
1: you feel that love love equates to i mean why
2: not i mean if you're dating that's a different story but i feel like if you're in a serious relationship and if you're married then what? what's the problem what is the problem you know what I mean? Like, why why hurt someone and, and go out there and do what you want to do with somebody else? Why not just break it off and tell them, look, this is what I want. This is not what I want. And, you know, go about your business. I hear you on that. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, I'm just old school. I, I mean, I, for me, I grew up seeing my 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 grandparents together. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you their relationship was perfect, but like, I mean, I didn't see my grandmother going out there being untrue to my grandfather, or my grandfather going out there being untrue. Like, I mean, they had their 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 differences and they had their issues, but that wasn't one of them. And so for me, I guess because I grew up seeing that, I've always wanted that. I've always wanted like my man to just be my man. Yo, there's diseases out there. That's not a story for another day. But for me, like, I don't want to share. I'm not gonna share myself with somebody else. So why do why? Why, why, why should you as my partner feel like, you know, it's just, eh, well, yeah, It's, it's me. I'm a man and it's what we do. And no, like, no, if I trust, if, if we have an understanding and whatever it is, and, and we're together, then why can't we just respect each other and just be honest with each other and monogamous within our relationship with ourselves? Like what's wrong with that?
1: Oh, Miss Official. I appreciate that answer. That's honest. That's honest. Uh, uh, Nat, Nat, Miss G. Uh, what you think? You think monogamy is natural?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's natural. I mean, like, I believe in it. I believe this is what will work for me. Um, I'm aware that there's some cultures or religion that practices it. But listen to me. One man to my poom poom.
2: Yeah. Period.
1: No, I, I got you. I, I hear you on that one. Um, Brother Jay, let, let let me get a little holy input from you. You, do you believe monogamy is natural
3: um it is natural in a perfect world it can happen but reality wise and again I'm gonna use society again now um me it's hard very very hard um the amount of influences the amount of influencers that are they're that they're that coming at you um you 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 gotta be on your p's and q's if you want it if you really really want it to happen it's going to happen but, but boy the amount of uh outside influence it's uh it's daunting so again um in a perfect world yes it can happen but just what what you see and what you hear and it's 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 very very tough to do that and i am just being re- i'm just being realistic yeah
1: I I No, that's cool. I I'm I'm going to say something that the listeners the female listeners may not like.
0: Lord have mercy, here we go. I,
1: I, I am, but I'm asking that you keep an open mind and to think about what I'm about to say. Monogamy is not natural. And the re- What? And the reason I say that is because that is something that you need to work on. It's a learned behavior. It is a learned behavior. You are not brought up, you were not born in this world with a gene that is monogamous. It is not. No such thing. You know... A lot,
0: are you getting technical I'm with not, this? I'm
1: not, I'm not, I'm not. Because a lot of people um, look at, you know, old Bible days and, they'd be like, and they would be like... Um, you know Noah brought in animals two by two on the ark, right? And I and I have to tell people that's not what the Bible says. What it says is Noah brought in two species, two of a kind species. On that, that doesn't necessarily mean there's two people or 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 a partner that came in. You know, it could be it could be um, a blue bird a red bird, um, a yellow bird. There's numerous species that came on. They weren't paired together. It's just the species itself came in. And as a human species, monogamy is not something that is just natural. You don't just look at one person for the rest of your life and just say, oh my goodness, that is it. What you do is you look at that one person and you fall in love and you work on that relationship with the person. You work on monogamy. You work on loving that person. The only thing that is natural are feelings that you have. But monogamy itself, that one-on-one is not natural. It is something that you have to work on no matter what. And that's the problem that a lot of people have. I know a lot of women out there, they'll probably be like, Brother Silky, you're a moron. You're... But <laughs> I'm I'm asking y'all to really think about what I'm saying to you. Two so, what, so, are you
0: saying, so are you saying it's Adam and Eve plus Steve?
1: No, what I'm saying is it was Adam and Eve in the beginning because he needed a companion. That doesn't mean that it was Adam and Eve for the whole time that they were alive.
0: Can you see yourself in a, a poly... Relationship?
1: I see myself wanting one, but it will never happen. I see see myself in a complete monogamous
0: relationship.
1: Why? Uh, Simply because I cannot deal with more emotions than two parties in that relationship. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't deal with it.
0: It's a lot of work, ain't it?
1: It it is a hell of a lot of work, man. I, I I realize I realize that most men, as masculine as they are, the minute that a woman breaks down that wall, and has that man fall in love with her, that man <laughs> has that estrogen pumping, and he has some feminine qualities in there, bro. Like y'all got us <laughs> Google eyed and all of that. Yeah, man. Like yeah, it, it it's serious. Like it it's uh, when you're sharing your emotions with that person like i said it's a very powerful thing so to share your emotions equally with other people shoot that's that's hard but again it's learned behavior you you have to train yourself to do that just like you have to train yourself to be monogamous
0: i see now, I'm kind of stunned at this question and your answer, I'm not gonna lie, but why are you, why are you stunned? I'm stunned because it's baffling to say that it's alert behavior. I mean, we basically grew up around our parents or friends and family, and still forth, being a couple, husband and wife. But to say it's something that we we're taught is is kind of just baffling. Um, It's the culture that we live in We see it That's what we are raised around So For all
1: those people Who don't believe me In terms of monogamy Being a learned behavior And they believe that it is natural Let me ask you this For all those people Who are in monogamous relationships Or in monogamous um, marriages That have a child Are you telling me That there's not enough love for your partner and your child at the same time? Obviously there is. Because love is natural. That can be shared. You staying with one particular person only and only loving that one person? it's not it's a learned behavior that's why i don't believe there's one
0: true love. right but the love that you have for your child yeah. versus having the love for a partner is two different things so to use that one as a comparison is it wasn't a good example but anyways so i want to ask a question based on um this conversation now we say that there's there's no such thing or there's not a thing of one true love, right? Okay. Have you ever actually felt loved? You know, you, yeah, like, have you, and, and that is your, you ever heard about this thing called, what is it, soulmate? Yes. Have you ever felt that? Have you, is there for both of you men, have you ever experienced yes. that?
1: Yes. What what about you, brother? Jet, you ever experience? You ever experienced feeling uh, euphoric at the fact that you found your soulmate?
3: The whole soulmate, the one person, the one. Uh, I I don't believe in it. I don't believe in the the one true person. Um, I myself um, have loved more than one person. I have felt loved by more than one person. I don't have I've never seen the one true love or the one soulmate. This is a this is a one person for me. So no, I don't I don't believe that one true soulmate is out there. It's so I don't believe in that, no. no.
1: So what about you uh Nat? You you believe that there's one true soulmate out there for you?
0: For me? Yeah. Um I'll tell you this. I know I've experienced what love felt by it. I, I know what it feels like. I've experienced it by someone who I, you know, believe that was my soulmate. Yeah. Um, just because I think the essence of connecting on a different path that I've never felt before, besides my parents loving me or the love I felt from my child or, you know, the love I have for friends and stuff to me I would say, yes, I believe in in soulmates. I believe that I don't believe that there's this one true thing, but I do believe in that whole soulmate factor. Because there's there's just people in your life that you come across and you're just soul tied to them. There's something about them, their essence, the way they carry themselves, the way they speak. It's just even friendships and stuff, you know, that relationship has never died down. It's never in the sense of when I say die down, I mean, like, you know, you can move from, you know, wherever and they're still there. I know what it feels like. I, I believe in it. Um, I'm sure many other people have experienced the same thing. What about you? I
1: believe in love. Um, I don't necessarily believe in true love. Um, I definitely know that I believe in companionship and suitable companionship more so than I do true love. Have I been in love? Yes. Have I felt like I was in love and that person was in love with me? Absolutely. Because I had that comforting feeling. I had that feeling of security. I had that feeling of ultimate butterflies whenever I would see that person or that person's name was mentioned. I had uh, feelings of wanting to protect that person Mm -hmm. from the world and embrace that person in my love and show that person what true love is. Definitely. Um, Do I believe or do I think that there's just one true love? No. But I believe in putting my whole heart and soul into the relationship that I'm in because I took my time to get in there in the first place.
0: So would you say that you believe in soulmates?
1: No, I believe in soul ties. I don't believe in soulmates.
0: What's the difference between soul ties and soulmate?
1: I believe a soulmate is one individual that people look at, one individual alone that you guys are locked in for life you guys have that ultimate connection and everything else. I don't think that exists in my world. I know that I have felt love and been in love and left a little bit of my soul, my essence, my spirit with that person. And we're no longer together. You get what I mean? Okay. Um and I and I know that the next person that I'm in that relationship with uh we will Combine our souls again and have that soul, our souls tied together. Um, that gives us that longer-lasting relationship. I feel, but soulmates, nah. What about you, brother Jake?
3: No, just the soul ties. I completely understand the soulmate. It's uh, few and far between, where, you know, I don't even know if they don't really actually exist. I've been lo- I've been lucky enough again to have been in love i'll even say it more than once and you know i'm i'm grateful for them still to this day um but to say the one true person you know the the one the end all the be all no i don't think this this is actually but do
0: you find that soul ties are you know a connection caused by sex
3: Not not by sex alone. Okay. No. Um there's, 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 it's it's deeper than that. Has to be deeper than that. Sex is just is an it's an outlet. But there's it's, it's it's a lot deeper than just sex alone.
1: Yeah, I I'm 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 of the mindset that sex doesn't bind two individuals together. Um sex is a conduit. Um, of energies transferred from each other. But that true tie, that true bind, is that emotional and mental stimulation between me and uh, my woman. And I don't think it's because of sex that I got there. I definitely know it's not because of sex why I got there. Yeah, no, actually, this was a really good show, man. I liked... Uh, I like the questions. Uh, I mean, all y'all out there on the talk silky to me crew. Um, I'm gonna call y'all the silky, uh, the silky sensational <laughs> listeners. Uh, we appreciate, we appreciate y'all. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna call them that. I uh, know, but here, here what though. Uh, if you out there again, um, we yeah. want your questions, man. We want your feedback on the show. We want your questions. Nat, how do they reach out to us?
0: You can find us on uh, Instagram. So it's talk silky to me. Again, talk silky to me.
1: All of it's all talk silky to me. Okay, I like that. Um, what I'm gonna do? I didn't. I didn't think I was gonna do that. But I'm gonna give y'all part three of that story. Oh my god! And the and the, and the reason why I could give you part three of the story is, remember in part one when I told y'all. That my stories are so, out, out. I, I I told you that my stories are so outlandish, but they're true, and I have people out there that can back it up. Brother Jay, yes,
3: sir.
1: has been with me to verify this story
3: from the jump,
1: from the day I met a uh, young lady. Speaking of jump, all right.
0: Wait, a lot wait, of people... wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Brother Jay was with you when you met both of them. Uh,
1: no, he was with me when I met uh the first one. What
0: kind of cross is this?
1: But, 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 but he met the second one also because we've been out together. Yeah. So, (laughs) so here's the thing,
0: though.
1: Okay, so so here's the thing. So I left off at the fact that. Um, homegirl pissed my truck, right? So you would think that after that ordeal that I would leave homegirl alone. Uh, You know, she apologized, whatever the case is. And me being stupid as I was, I was like, you know what? I might talk to her again and try to uh see if things could get rectified.
0: So you so- didn't just bring her home and call it a night? You actually, you know went and started or continued your relationship with piss car girl is this what i'm hearing yeah
1: yeah yeah. so i continued i continued talking it wasn't a relationship i continued talking to piss car girl oh. yeah i know hey listen man y'all want a good juicy story so i'm gonna give it to you so here, here's here's the thing so piss car girl i know piss Card girl oh, yo! <laughs> uh what what ended up happening is that was probably like uh july so for my birthday, my birthday is in September, people. September 10th. All the Virgos, oh, shout out. I decided to do a boat cruise. Um, Brother Jay was on my birthday boat cruise. Yeah, shout out to uh, my cousin, Jay Martin, who was holding the boat cruise. It was a fantastic boat cruise. We all had a great time. Everything was cool. She was on there. We had a good time, man, taking pictures, drinking. I got... a. Uh, I I, I drank a little more than everybody else.
0: Um, I I. Uh, well, yeah, it's your birthday. I would expect that you got out there and do your thing. Yeah, but here's the
1: thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Um, I I vowed not to drink as much on my birthday because I um I was, eh, you know, one
0: of my you couldn't get it up.
1: No, one of my birthdays. <laughs> what was that? What um, <laughs> what. I, I, listen i'm i'm gonna ignore her i'm gonna ignore I just
0: wanted to know her. if he couldn't if he couldn't get it up no, because you know alcohol kind of defects the thing no, sometimes you're
1: wrong not for us not for us caribbean men <laughs> it does not do that anyways um what happened is i held a uh black and white affair remember oh, that brother Jay. Oh, the black and white affair yeah okay so what happened is uh I'm a promoter three kings entertainment and I Through a birthday bash for myself, uh, Black and White Affair. Everybody had a fantastic time. Music was crazy. Uh, Ladies were beautiful. Gentlemen came in. Everybody was looking great. Um, So what happened is, it was from like nine to three. So from nine to three, people were giving me Henny shots. Um, I love Henny. I love cognac. That's just my thing. So I was drinking it. And by three o'clock, I was cool. Then what happened is, a bunch of African gentlemen decided to come in, and they bought me vodka shots.
0: So what I'm hearing is you had Henny and vodka. Right, right. They were trying to poison you, for sure. Oh, so
1: here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though, is that um they gave me the vodka shots with a sliver of ice in it. I don't know if any of y'all really drink vodka or whatever, but if you drink vodka with a slice of ice in it, it goes down like water. Legitimately like water. It's so smooth. It just water. Like, it's no issue. So I probably had, there was probably about 13 of them, and every one of them <laughs> gave me a shot. So I probably had about 13 shots. I
0: remember, I remember.
3: Mind you, I was in the background watching this happen, saying, what is, what is this Yeah, of doing? course,
0: yeah. Yeah, so you just sat there and watched everything happen and not help your brother out? No,
1: there, there was nothing to help at the time. There was nothing to help at the time. I was okay up until 3 or 5. 3 or 5 is when I, I don't remember anything. I do remember somebody picking me up. I don't know who.
0: You were from where? Off the floor?
1: Uh, brother Jay, where was I at the time?
3: <laughs> 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 I want you, you to to continue the story for Go ahead, Continue. <laughs> people
1: in the background. Uh, I'm not I'm not entirely sure what where they picked me up from. I do realize that uh I found myself in uh my girlfriend at the time's car. I don't know how I got there. Um and then I realized uh when I woke up in the morning uh that I was in our bed. I will say I woke up screaming cuz I had no clue where I was. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: But
1: like, I, you know. I I screamed like a girl. I really did. I was scared. I didn't know what was happening. Um and 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 that was simply because uh apparently the next day I found out that I had alcohol poisoning.
0: I knew you were gonna tell us that you got poisoned, you know. <laughs> like I was just waiting for it. Yeah,
1: they straight up did. Uh but my brother, my brother Jay was with me. Thank God that
0: your brother Jay really? He didn't even say it. Didn't I I
3: was I was there. I was there. I was there. He was there.
1: Apparently apparently the stories that I was getting was him, my cousin and my other brother Superman, they helped me into the car. Yeah.
0: And watched you almost kill yourself, in the process. It- you uh, know,
1: um, yeah. Anyway, anyways, I said that to say the reason why I stopped drinking hard like that. Fast forward to the birthday, the boat ride, and I decided to go back to the young lady's crib, uh, because obviously extension of my birthday. So as I took a shower, I hear, "Hey, baby, how are you?" Yeah, yeah. She was talking to homeboy. Hey.
0: What you mean? She was talking to homeboy. Oh, the same homeboy uh, that she. Okay. (laughs) Nah, man. So that that was at that point in time. That
1: that pretty much summed up the end of that part. Uh, because I had I had I had enough. I had enough of homeboy to last me a homeboy lifelong time. So. I left. So
0: you were, so basically what we're hearing is that you were once a side piece.
1: Definitely was a side piece. This is how I know what it's like. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. it, it was, it was horrific people. Horrific. So I left that situation. The reason why I said about the original girl uh, falling off a cliff was because I'm sitting down at home. Before that, before that. The major reason why I broke up with homegirl is because uh, myself, my brother Jay, and a bunch of us decided to go to a cabin uh, far up north. I brought the young lady with me. She was my girlfriend, so obviously I'm going to bring her with me. Uh, Brother Jay brought his girl at the time. Uh, It was my boy's birthday. There was couples. It was a couples trip. We went up there. Uh, We drove up there. I got lost. So everybody had assigned duties. Everybody took their turn making meals. All right. So my meal, uh, along with brother Jay's girl at the time, we decided we were going to do the first dinner. Um, I started making dinner and my girl came into the kitchen and said, what is she doing? And I said, helping make dinner. I asked her if she wanted to help cook. She says, I don't cook. (laughs) This is when I discovered that she doesn't know how to cook. She told me right then and there. Didn't know this whole damn time.
0: Friend, what did you know? You don't know where Spice to live. You don't know That's nothing. Not. I
1: man, it was horrible.
0: You knew, you have great choices. I'll
1: tell you something. This is why I say you got to date and 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 and, uh, and find out who you're dating. Because I didn't do no research whatsoever. It was sad. Uh, so we made dinner. She came in. She was fussing, fighting, and she decided to go to her room. Our room, I should say. So all of us are outside. We playing cards. We having a good old time. Stop me if I'm wrong, Brother Jay. We had a good old time. We was playing cards. We was playing games. Time. And everybody asked for us So I went in the room, and I was like, hey, babe, you know, people are, are uh, asking for you. She threw the phone down. I was like, what the hell? So I said, what you doing? She's like, I'm not feeling good. I said, well, you're feeling good enough to be on the phone. And all I heard was, hey, what happened?
0: I said, what the hell? Up from the phone?
1: I look around, she's talking to a dude on the
0: phone. Hold on. So after she tell you says she can't cook, she leave you and the friends and the everybody else goes inside the room and calls the next team.
1: Calls the next team. I grabbed
0: the boy bottle.
1: No, I grabbed the phone. Boy, And I said, who the hell is this? He tells me his name. So I look at her. I said, who the hell is this? She said, oh, my friend. This dude said friend.
0: (laughs) This is what happens when sightings can't keep their mouth.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Obviously, I got mad. I go out. My brother Jay, he sees me. He sees me suck. Like, he sees me in a bad mood. He's like, what's up? I was like, yo, so we go down, my brother, we go downstairs to the game room and we just playing pool. Drinking, playing pool, shooting the shit, we talking. He's guiding me on what's happening here. Um and give me the right advice too, you know what I mean? So he was just a uh, lending an ear. And we call it a night. It's late. I go to the room now and it's super dark. So I lean over to go give her a kiss and be like, all right, cool. You know, I'm gonna squash that. Good night. I end up kissing the pillow.
0: <laughs> Wait, where did she go? That's when she jumped. <laughs> what the hell? Is the going reason on? why
1: I kiss the pillow is because she's not in the room. So this is a big cabin that we in. So I'm going from room to room looking for this my girl at the time. And she not there. Something inside of me, and this is why I tell you people: listen to your intuition, listen to that sixth sense, cause it ain't wrong. Something said go outside, so I go outside and I see the lights on in the car that we came in. She picked myself up. She picked up brother Jay and his girl, okay, and we drove up there. She was in the car. I go up to the, I go up to her and I said, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm leaving." I said, "Which? What, what are you talking about? You're leaving? Leaving for what?" She's like, I heard you guys talking. I said, and? We're talking about what you did. She's like, uh, uh, that's it. I'm leaving. I can't stay here. I say, you realize that you're our ride. She said, I don't care. I'm leaving.
0: You know what that was, right? I, 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 I'm I, not saying what she did is right, but that's just because she's stupid embarrassed.
1: Embarrassed or not, she's our only ride. She said, I'm leaving. Um, I'm going to go stay at a hotel. This is what she said. Now, I'm going to let y'all know something. Where we were, the nearest hotel was two hours away. I'm going to be honest with you. It was like two hours away. There was no town close to us, nothing like that. So there was no hotel. So I don't know what (laughs) hotel she was going to stay in. When I turn around, here is my boy, Brother Jay. Brother Jay, take over the story. Just tell him what you said. That's all.
3: So I end up hearing a little ruckus outside. I was actually, we meet my girl inside for a bit, settling in, you know, Getting ready to go to sleep in a little ruckus. So I go outside, see what's going on. My boy's outside. Calmly talking to her. (laughs) So I'm like, yo, what's going on? He says, talk to her. I said, talk, why is she in the car? He said, no, talk to her. So I said, all right, I'll I'll, I'll say a few words, all right. So I, I tap on the window. I said, excuse me. She's staring straight. I said, "Uh, tap, tap, tap." Excuse me. So I said, tap a little bit louder. Tap, tap, tap. So I said, "Uh, so I tap a little bit harder." She winds down the window, and I'm thinking she's gonna address me and say, "Hey, so what? What? What's up?" She says, "Uh, stop tapping my window so hard." I know you're there. So I felt I felt the negative negative energy already. So, so me, so me, I'm already, I'm already, uh, liquored up. So I said, okay, you know, I'm here, but you ignore me. Who cares? So, Who cares about that? So I said, okay, what's going on? She says, I'm leaving. Well, I can see that the car is lights are on, you know, you're in the car. Why? does the thing of, ask your friends. I'm not asking, I'm not doing that whole, I'm not doing the whole circle thing. I'm asking you what's going on, because we here, you drove. I'm leaving, I don't want to be around this guy, XYZ, XYZ, XYZ. Go ahead, you explain now. I, I I backed up. I was like, okay.
1: He He backs up. He backs up and I said to him, I said to him, all right, cool. You know what? Just let it go. Because now, now I'm heated. Like I'm past heated at this point. So I'm like, yo, just leave. I could care less where you go and what you do. So, uh, brother Jay's girl comes out, tries talking to her. And again, cause this is not a lie. She squealed the tires and took off. Am I lying, brother Jay?
0: Is, she did her trademark.
3: Hold on, hold on, hold on. The the, the squeal, the squeal though, was short lived, because as a little squeal, because it's snowing. You, it's pitch black. Like to get to with our, our our cabin, you have to go through this pitch black, treacherous little road. So her squeal was like ah, uh, and and that was it. Like you really, you, you're only going, you're only going ten miles an hour after yep. the squeal. Like what are you doing? Trying to make a proof of point. Yep.
1: Yeah, because she hit she hitting that black ice. So she couldn't squeal off the way that she normally did. You know what I mean? But she still left. And I wanna I wanna tell y'all this. We drove like four hours to get there. Okay. We in the middle, and I literally mean the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and she stranded us. So it's me, my brother Jay, and his wow. girl. We came in one car and she left wow. us. So I went to sleep, I went to bed. Brother Jay and his girl went to bed, and we woke up thinking to ourselves, "How the hell are we going to get home?" because the other individual the the other individuals that came all came in one car also. so what ended up what ended up happening is uh Brother Jay's girl called my girlfriend. I don't know what kind of conversation they had. But all of a sudden, homegirl shows up in the same clothes. In the same clothes.
0: So where was she?
3: Where she slept?
0: Where did she, she go? Said she,
1: she said she stayed at a hotel.
0: She lying.
1: Obviously, we know this. We know this. We, she, she slept in the pool. She I I She slept at some man's house. That's what she did. Yeah, she knows out. somebody around it. I don't know what it was, but... She was stupid. So she drove us home. She drove me home first. We're not, we're so this. this is the funny part.
3: Let's 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 back up a little bit. Let's back up. And sorry for, for extending the story. So, again, the, the it's a four-hour drive, basically. And a lot of the drive was a two-lane road. So her thought process was, I'm going to scare the bejesus out of y'all. While I'm driving you guys home,
0: so what she's driving woman, like a maniac woman?
3: down the road, like she she had no care in the world, no care in the world. So on a on a two lane road, I I I swear I was sitting behind. I swear to God, she. <laughs> I, like I
1: made sure that she drove that she me home first because <laughs> I was mad as hell and, and then, so
0: basically and then, you're saying and if then, you are end, have a dead dead too and then and then
1: and crazy. then brother Jay was stuck with her because they lived in the West End <laughs> <laughs>
0: girl. Uh, girl. this and, is your girl and this is your girl this is your girl and you left the crazy girl no.
1: No, the reason why the reason why is because we're coming from the east side. I live in the east. They both live in the west. I still, I still, I still don't know where she lives, but I know she <laughs> lives in the west. W-
0: she- <laughs> you still didn't know where she lived.
1: I swear to God Almighty, I never found out where the hell she lived.
0: Wow, she played the hell out of you. See, that's how you do a side thing.
1: Yeah, only to find out. I eventually found out who she stayed with. And that's when I also found out how she dropped off a cliff. Anyways, that's enough for this No, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no! You can't just, you can't give the whole, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Look at the time! No, no, no,
0: no, no! Oh my god!
1: If you want to hear more, you're gonna have to tune in next week.
0: Break. we waited so long so long for the story of jumping off the cliff and then all of a sudden it's like next week hello
1: hey 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 hey! don't jump off the cliff people until you hear what's happening okay <laughs> stay tuned stay oh tuned Lord. people
0: oh my gosh this was such a yeah episode. man I, I, very, I loved it episode.
1: yeah 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 so people again hit us up on twitter talk silky to me Hit us up on IG, talk Silky to me. Add me on IG, Brother Silky, B-R-U-T-H-A-S-I-L-K-A-A-A-Y. Why? Because I'm extra like that, like I still gravy. Matt, Matt, what's what's, what's your IG? What's your IG, Matt?
0: Uh, You can follow me at Buddy, N-A-T-T-I-I-B-U-D-D-Y. I also wanted to thank our two guests that joined us today, Miss Official, and also Brother Jay. I will leave their Instagram below if you would like to uh, network and follow them as well. Um, yeah, Brother Silk, you want to leave up on a positive note with some great advice during this entire pandemic.
1: I need you all to look at yourselves like you're a business. I legitimately need y'all to do this. In the time of this pandemic and everything else, a lot of people have mental issues that are happening because either they're quarantining alone or the mere fact that they're not allowed to be with their their, their family or friends or go out like they normally do to experience the freedom. I'm asking you to deal with yourself like a business accordingly. Schedule mental breaks schedule time with yourself to talk to yourself to find out where you are to find out you know what you need and whatever you need i ask that you look out uh for yourself and get that information or that help that you need reach out to a friend you can reach out to us here at talk silky to me um or you can reach out to a professional. We got information for you if you need. Whatever you need, people, I'm asking that you do that. You as a business, you as a corporation, you are number one. And you are that employee of your corporation. And what you do when you're, you're a CEO or president, you look after your employees. And you're that employee, and I need you to look after yourself. All right? Until next week, people. We out.
0: Bye.